Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with me today because we have two very special guests with us. We have today with us Will Rodriguez and his wife Karen, and they are the creators of the podcast Skeptic Metaphysicians, and I had the honor and privilege of being a guest on their podcast. And so I was completely honored when they said that they would be on my podcast. So today they're going to talk to us about why they started this podcast. And I think it's going to reach out to a lot of you because many of you are also very interested in all things spiritual and having to do with the supernatural, which uh, I totally am. So I cannot wait to hear all about their podcast and the interesting guests that they've had. So before we get started with today's episode, though, we do have a word from our sponsor. Greetings. We're technically a conversation, a podcast for curious people by curious people. Every week, we take turns presenting a new topic, and the other host has no idea what the topic will be. We strive to educate in a way that's loose and fun. Our topics are all over the place, from light and funny to dark and sometimes spooky. Some of the topics we've covered include urban legends, civil rights activists, vampires, pop culture icons, the supernatural and occult, spies and espionage, science and astronomy, and other weird and random things. If any of these topics interest you, give our podcast a shot. Listen and subscribe at technicallyaconversation.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts rental advisory, we might use strong language. All right, guys, thank you for being here with us today. And I want to thank you, Will and Karen, for joining us today as well. well. Thank you for inviting us. We're so excited to be here. Yep. It's an absolute honor to be here. So thank you. Yes. I'm so excited to have you guys because you have such an awesome podcast. Um, I listened to a few episodes and then was fortunate enough to be a guest and we had such a great conversation and I couldn't wait to have you guys on my podcast because I love what you guys are doing and your podcast is so informative but also entertaining like you two have such a great rapport and your chemistry back and forth together uh you don't always get that like sometimes when you listen to podcasts like okay this is kind of boring it's not at all that way with your podcast. So <laughs> I love that. I love how much fun you guys have. Oh, glad to hear that. Thank uh, you. <laughs> really glad to hear that because that that was that was gonna be our kiss of death. Like if we if anyone ever says to us, your show is boring, we are in trouble because <laughs> we're having so much fun that I can't imagine. And you're right, there's a lot of shows out there that are that are in this space that talk very morosely right well this is how you astral project and you timed it <laughs> and it does not what we want we we love the topic and we wanted to inject our personalities into it so that we don't take ourselves seriously at all we laugh with each other all the time constantly mm -hmm. and usually when the guest comes on if they don't uh, feel comfortable laughing with us they they don't tend to stay very long <laughs> it's a short interview <laughs> it is yeah because life is life is way too short uh this time around to to not have fun mm -hmm. so absolutely yeah and and when it's boring like that and you're listening you want to astral project yourself right out of that <laughs> <laughs> i think i might have a few times actually <laughs> i think you have yeah <laughs> you left me here hanging yeah. <laughs> you know you listen to you listen to a show sometimes you're driving down the down the road and all of a sudden you you get to where you are going you go wow i don't remember half of what i just listened to or even how i got here because i that's you're right i probably just 
tuned out completely. I just projected out of my body, so I didn't have to listen to that, how boring it was. Oh, that's terrible. I'm not going to mention who I listened to because that would be terrible. Yeah, that would be bad. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my podcast. I'm okay. With no, no, not, not at all. Not yours. No, not yours. No. Well, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your journey. Like, what made you decide to do this podcast, and then what? For those listening, because I'd rather have you explain than me sit here and explain because really you get the feel for it. You're doing it every day. What topics do you cover on your podcast for those who are out there? Because I think a lot of my listeners would be very interested in the topics that you cover and the guests that you have. So I'd love to hear what started this whole journey for you guys. Why did you create this podcast? Hmm. Take it away, Will. Oh, me. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I've always been interested in this topic uh, since a very young age. Um, we, Our tagline for our show is Metaphysics 101. So that's really what the show is about. It's about the met, all things metaphysical. Uh, we do deep dives into different modalities so that someone that might be coming into the space for the first time and maybe either isn't hundred percent sure that they believe in this stuff or don't know or 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 are or are interested in it and don't know how to start in down the path this is a way that is stress-free you can come in and explore all these different modalities and see what resonates with you mm -hmm. and then whatever resonates with you then you can take that and go down that rabbit hole as far as you want it to go uh, so we keep it very general so that it's it's a, it's, it's a deep dive, but it's not as deep as you can go in any of our topics. And I started, what, Karen? No, you were supposed to answer the first part of the question. That's the part I knew. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. You started this podcast. So that's why, you know. Okay, well then take it away. No, but it was your baby. So I think you need to explain to them why you started it. I just kind of tagged along a little bit later for the ride. Well, I think you do a whole lot more than just tag a line, but we'll get to it. <laughs> that will be actually your part. So uh, growing up, my mother was hopping around from religion to religion because she didn't really know exactly where we fit, where she fit. And she had all those Carlos Castaneda books and the crack and the cosmic egg and all these kinds of books that, uh, as a curious child, I would pick up and start leafing through. My mother would panic. No, 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 you're, you're too young. You're not ready for that yet. So, of course, someone tells me I can't look into it. When I get old enough, I'm going to look into it, right? So I, uh, in my when I lived in Miami in my early 20s, uh, I did a really deep dive. I keep saying that word, but it's there's no other one to, that really fits into this whole metaphysical space. Not just metaphysics, but I studied Buddhism and um, and Taoism and uh, all the world's religions. And some of them led me to other esoteric arts like Wicca. I joined a coven for a while and uh, shamanism. Uh, my um, high priestess in the coven was also a shaman. So she uh, kind of gave me glimpses into the Native American medicine that they use and things like that. So I learned a lot about that stuff. But then with all things, life gets in the way. And you forget about that stuff. You move away from it. Uh, fast forward to 2019 and our lovely bug COVID comes around and a whole bunch of things together came to a head. And I had, for lack of a better word, an existential crisis. I had a, a crisis of all matter. Uh, I had a mental breakdown, lack of a better word. And I had 
been making really bad decisions for a really long time. And it was really deeply entrenched in my childhood, as most things are. So I went into therapy, only to find that therapy was just one part of it. There was so much more that I needed to, to explore that I started uh, speaking into my phone. I picked up a book called Conversations with God that I've had forever, but I'd forgotten that I had it. I rediscovered it and it rekindled my, I don't want to say my interest because it was so much more than that, my, my spiritual life, because that book was such an instrumental part of making me who I was when I was in my spiritual journey back in my 20s, that rediscovering it really made it like coming home again. So I started, I would read passages in that book and I would record on my cell phone thoughts, stream of consciousness thoughts that were coming out. And that was how the show started with that kinds of um, audio recordings. And then little by little, I started interviewing other people in different modalities because I was curious about them all. So I interviewed uh, psychic mediums. I interviewed uh, past life regression therapists. I interviewed psychic investigators, uh, Reiki practitioners, Reiki masters, all these different modalities. And uh, things were going well, but there was still something missing. And the one thing that was missing was my life partner, because this exploration is only, you can only go so far by yourself. So then that's when I, I asked Karen if she would come and join me as co-host, because every time she should come on as a guest co-host, the conversation would just blossom. And like you mentioned earlier, the dynamics between the two of us, we have so much fun together that we just it just it was it felt natural for the both of us to come in and start talking to these people and and do this exploration of uh, this journey of discovery together. And it's very interesting because we both have very different backgrounds, but yet we've read a lot of the same books. Um, the more that we later when we've been together, what, 15 years, just now are kind of realizing a lot of the things that we had in common, but we also have a very different perspective coming into it, whereas Will was kind of more studying and learning the whys and the how-tos and, and wow, does this exist and is this possible and, and what's the quantum science behind it? I was kind of more like, well, of course it exists. You know, why, you, know, you could prove that it, you can try to prove that it doesn't, but why wouldn't it exist? Yeah. You know, there is, I've always just felt things have happened in my life and that the experiences I've had have led me to believe that, well, of course, there's, there's a lot more to it than, than just our physical beings on this planet. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that sets our show apart is that we come from two different angles. I look at it very pragmatically. I can't take things on faith. That's the skeptic part of the skeptic metaphysicians. I need to figure out a way to wrap my head around it in a pragmatic way so that it's not just leaping to blind faith on my end. Um, whereas Karen also doesn't do that, but she's much more open to, um, to all things without the need to nail it in a scientific method, which is what my mind needs to be able to move on with something. Yeah, that brings a great balance then with those two different perspectives. And you can definitely get that sense when you're listening to the episodes. It really does have a great flow to it and balance. And like I said, the chemistry you guys have together is great. It does sound like you're having a lot of fun, which I love that. Oh, yeah. I'd love for you to tell me more about maybe your most interesting episodes or the most interesting people that you've ever interviewed on your show? 
Uh, interesting good or interesting hmm? <laughs> <laughs> because we've got them all. That is a loaded <laughs> question there, Melissa. <laughs> we didn't hear both. I know because I just had someone on my show who I had listeners write in and they were like, oh my gosh, that person triggered me. And, you know, I always say, I tell people when I have guests on, like their opinion isn't necessarily my opinion. I'm just trying to dive into topics that I don't have all of the answers for and experts come on and, you know, they bring their opinion, but it isn't always necessarily something that I agree with. Uh, so you have to take what people say, you have to take the truth that really sticks with you and leave the rest because there will be people who come on and they say things that are just outlandish and you're like, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> Absolutely. And we try to look at that and think, well, they really believe what they're saying. I mean, right. I think, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, who are we to really judge? You know, so if they believe it, it's their truth. And so we owe that respect to them to hear what they have to say, to put it out there for anybody else who might, you know, feel that vibe as well. Yeah. You know, I started this journey very much a skeptic. I don't know. I, I've, I've been trying to ask, but we talking about astral projecting earlier. I've really uh, all kidding aside. I've been, I've tried, tried to astral project my entire life, never succeeding. So I've always doubted about the validity of all these things that, that people are claiming all left and right. But one thing that I've learned through this last year and some odd of doing the show is that as the more I learn about things, the more I realize there's much more to learn. And I'm just an ignorant seeker. Who am I to say that what this psychic medium is saying for them is not real? You, you ask one of our favorite guests is Benji Scherer, who came in to talk about the law of attraction. This man is one of the most brilliant men I've ever spoken to. The way he's able to phrase laws and uh, concepts in the quantum realm in such a pragmatic way really truly blew my mind. Mm -hmm. But his, his whole thing is he wasn't just talking about law of attraction, but he was always also talking about reality, transurfing and uh, time being a film strip and all these concepts that, you know, you, me as a scientist, mind blowing, uh, also a science fiction fan, loving all this stuff. But he made it possible for me to understand that my reality could 100% be completely different than Karen's reality. Mm -hmm. What I'm living through doesn't mean is exactly what you, Melissa, are living through. Because we all truly create our own realities. One of my favorite quotes is, the universe rearranges itself to accommodate your version of reality. I use that quote as my senior quote, graduating from high school, right? In my yearbook, it says it. And I never really truly understood it until very recently. Mm -hmm. Now it's really hitting home that sure enough, I'm creating my own reality. So the reason I can't astral project is because in my reality, I can't astral project. But those that can, Boy, I'll tell you what, they are 100% entitled to knowing that they can. And who am I to say that they can't? Yeah, that's a good point. And you're absolutely right. I mean, we do, we're always creating our own reality and the universe is always just responding to us. But that is a really hard concept for people to understand. It really uh, is. Yeah, I still haven't really wrapped my head around it that well yet, but I'm trying. 
<laughs> we really have kind of getting back to your question, had just some fantastic guests. And actually, we just had an interview the other day. I think it was our third interview. Was it our third interview with Saduda? Oh, the Thai Buddhist monk. Yes, Thai Buddhist magic. Yes. Yes, he is a fascinating character. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. He's just incredible. And he, if you look at him, if you just saw him on the street, he'd just be like this dude. <laughs> you know, he's got his tattoos and his, you know, long his, hair. His dreads. his dreads. Yeah. But boy. It, the book that you just cannot judge the book by its cover at all with him. I yeah. mean, he's incredible. And I keep saying Thai Buddhist monk to him, but he clarified he is not no. Thai, nor is he Buddhist, nor is he a monk, but <laughs> he comes on to talk to us about Thai Buddhist magic mm-hmm. and the, some of the practices that they, Ooh. that they use, which in Western culture would be uh, illegal. Uh, yeah, could be. I think it's illegal. <laughs> some in, in Thailand, some of the things he was talking yeah. about too, but the, that side of, of metaphysics, that magical side of metaphysics and, and the lengths to which someone will go to, to make something happen is, mm-hmm. is astounding. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that esoteric stuff, things we don't know about, there's so much out there we don't know about. Well, and that's the thing that I've learned the most. There are so many different things that I had no idea. So that just leads me to believe that there's so much more and that we're barely scratching the surface. We've, you know, Will's interviewed a vampire. We've talked to um, a guy who actually does certifications for mediums. We talked to a woman who taught us about, what is it called? The, the rope, the knots. Oh, shibari. Shibari, thank shibari you. healing. Healing with, with knots and getting tied up by, you know, it, it's it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. And then we've also talked to the, the people, the star seed who has conscious contact with UFOs all the mm-hmm. time and does CE5 events. Uh, we've talked to someone that talked about, obviously, the, the, the typical feng shui stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, pet medium, pet channelers. Pet, and the the babies spirit babies spirit babies yeah yeah um, um, and a lot of people something that surprised me is you kind of think that someone that's you know really interested into this type of world they're going to be a little bit out on the edge but these are people that were accountants and CEOs of companies and you know major business you know white collar necktie people that are now living this new life and experiencing all these things and it's just incredible yeah yeah and we and we purposely look for guests that aren't way far out in the woo that are audience might not resonate with, but we look for people that are very rooted in the physical 3D world Mm -hmm. that have another leg straddling that into that 5D consciousness, because that's where ultimately most of the people that are on this path that listen to our show, that's where, that's where they live. And they need that kind of for that credibility. And it's much easier to believe someone who was a nine to five, you know, whatever accountant than someone who's always kind of been, you know, couch surfing and <laughs> which is kind of a shame when you think about it right because most of the ascended masters that we've talked to um maybe maybe have so much more to offer that aren't rooted in the physical world but we just kind of discount the oh they're way too woo for me you know yeah and i understand what you're saying too because a lot of the guests that i have on it's the same thing they were a psychologist or a teacher or any other thing and you would never think okay this person also practices you know uh energetic healing or whatever it is that they do so i see that a lot too and i i agree with you i think that when you get people who are too far to you know into the spirituality uh it scares off a lot of people i think because it, it's too unknown i think and unfamiliar yeah. for people yeah, and we we've really been programmed to think very 3D, right? The the 5D consciousness scares a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So when you start talking way above someone's head like that, it does. It it tunes people out. 
But when you think about it, the father of past life regressions, Brian K. Weiss, Dr. Weiss, mm-hmm. who wrote Many Lives, Many Masters, was a, a therapist, a, a psychotherapist who used hypnosis and stumbled on past lives by hypnotizing people. And now there's past life regression is... Um, is is one of the metaphysical modalities that is probably one of the most well-known out there. And it was discovered, stumbled upon by a licensed psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. So that tells you everything you need to know right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of things really probably come about in that way that we just aren't aware of, but that definitely is a great example of that. Um, because I know the person that I studied under studied under him and it's crazy because people are like, oh, do you tell people what they're experiencing when I'm like, no, it is not me at all. It's that person going through the regression who's seeing everything, hearing everything, feeling like I don't even, I don't try to tap in to see what they're seeing. Just I let it, I don't want to influence it in any way. I want them to really authentically be a part of that and to tap into the past life. So yeah that's it's really interesting but i have seen shows where they hypnotize people i don't hypnotize there's just deep meditation but i've seen shows where they do and people start speaking languages they don't know in this <laughs> lifetime it's yeah. crazy so. yeah. who do we have that gave us that message from like the incas um kimberly <gasps> chapman that's right. wake up with kc mm-hmm. uh, she's a trans medium that after we finished recording with her she said, oh, I've got something. It's been chomping. It's chomping at the bit. I got I to tell you this message. And she said, are you open to it? Well, of course, someone, yeah. uh, some, a medium, a channel says to us, you want a message from beyond? We're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so then she transformed and started like she, her whole physical being changed. I mean, she was like her, her veins were popping out in her face and she was then like rocking back and forth and speaking in this what we assume is ancient Inca language uh, for a good, what, minute, a half, yeah, two minutes. Very forceful. Like this is, she had to say this message. Yeah. Which and we have no idea what it meant. No, we still don't know what it meant, but but <laughs> yeah. we're honored to to hear it. But the, the, the ironic part, the, the interesting part is that Karen's family, it, part of her family comes from South America. So it made sense. Mm-hmm. Kimberly didn't know that we, we hadn't talked to her about the fact that where Karen's origins were from or things like that. But this, this, this being just came through so strongly um, that I wish we had recorded it so we can get it translated yeah. because it was, it was absolute, there was an absolute message. It was, there was an urgent message that they were trying to get to, across to us. And sadly we dropped the ball. It's lost in translation. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely lost in the translation. Absolutely. So sorry, spirits, but we, can you say it to us in English? Please? We'll even take Spanish. How rude. They couldn't give her the translation. I know. Oh, no, <laughs> right? how, how could you make us work it so much? It was the winning lottery numbers and we oh, missed it. You know what? I knew it. I had a feeling that's what it was. Dang it, man. It's always the way. Gosh, I know. And then you, you sit there and go, what, what was that about? Like, how is it so important that then you don't have the translation of it? Or maybe it's just a message for you to go back to your roots and learn more about, you know, where you come from. I don't know. That's just very interesting that it came up in that way. 
It's a great point, and and one that we definitely have talked about. Maybe we need to do a pilgrimage down to Machu Picchu. Yeah, uh, and and maybe that that was a sign that that there was a, the message is for us there, and we just haven't maybe um, haven't gotten it. We just have to motivate us to go down there. But. Well, that can be our summer plans. <laughs> yeah, it could actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I definitely believe that spirit has unique ways to get your attention when it wants to. Um, for sure. But that is really interesting. I've never heard of someone getting a message in a language they didn't speak and then not having it translated. So that's interesting. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer because it sounded yeah. important. <laughs> didn't it? It did. It totally it, was it like did. this is yeah. important. But. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I, I that's why I'm 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 so sorry, universe. We we dropped the ball because we don't speak ancient Inca. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, like I, I feel like I, I should have learned that somewhere. Like maybe I did not didn't pay attention in uh, ancient Inca languages in school or something. <laughs> maybe we could ask her to to give us that message again. I wonder if that would be possible. Uh, do it again and then record it and then take it to somebody who can maybe translate it for you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That is interesting too that that message came across when you were not recording. <laughs> I know. Oh. It's like what? No, that all about. <laughs> you gotta wait till I hit, don't hit stop before you. But yeah, that happens though. People will talk to us after, like the lady with the fingernails, and you know we get all kinds of messages we after. Do and, and I don't know why that is. It's like if you have a message, tell it to us while we're recording. Why do you wait until we stop? Well, I think they're concerned if it's something personal. Well, yeah, I, I think we can that always. Is the case, but yeah, but I agree with you. I always tell people like it doesn't matter. You know, I'm okay with being open and vulnerable on my show if you have a message just give it to me it's you know yeah there's always there's happen. always the magic of editing right i mean I, <laughs> right. I, well, that's true that's <laughs> exactly true. i have to cut that out Thank you. yeah yeah <laughs> we we did a past life regression with uh leor leone who also studied with brian weiss um was gracious enough to do a past life regression for me uh, and we, I, I sat on it for a long time because there were some really personal things in there that I wasn't 100% sure I was comfortable sharing. But for our 50th uh, episode, our anniversary episode, I did release it. And I did some trimming, but for the most part, it's all in there, except for a couple of things that eh, it involves other people. So I don't want anything about me, I, I left in there. But if it involved other people and, and some of it did, I pulled it out just because it wasn't, I, I didn't think it was fair to mm -hmm. keep it in there for that. Yeah, I can see that. So have you ever had any other experiences like that where you had a guest and they did a reading for you or they had a message or just something interesting? I'm sure you've had many other interesting things, but what are some of your other um, fun moments or surprising moments on your podcast? Well, one of my favorites, um, we were interviewing a lady who was a, a channeler. And just the interview was just about her, what she does, some of her experiences weren't speaking about ourselves at all. Um, but actually, right before we hit record, she said that she saw my grandmother. But I'm like, okay, I didn't, I didn't really want to get into that because this was not about me. I just wanted to see, you know, learn about her. So we never talked about it during the interview. And then at the end, we, you know, of course, stopped recording. Stop recording. <laughs> and Will's like, is her grandmother still here? You know, I have to know. What, is there a message? And she said, well, she described her and it didn't really match my grandmother's description very much. But then she said, she wants you to know she likes your nails, which brought tears to my eyes. And the reason for that is because, so when I was a little girl, my grandmother in Ecuador, um, she always had her nails done and she had them done in this style that's called half moon. 
it was very popular, like in the seventies. And so I remember that as a kid. So for the last five, 10 years, that's how I do my nails is like a tribute to my grandmother specifically for that. Now we did not mention this during the conversation at all. Like, like this, you couldn't see my hands, you know, so she couldn't even see what my, it was just so random. Just out of the blue. And she's like, she she likes your nails. I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) So that, that was, that was very special to me. I bet it was, but of course you didn't get it recorded. So (laughs) no, you know what? I'm going to do what I do on TV. Just, just start recording and don't tell anybody. Just, I'm just leaving on the whole time. Okay. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, anything else we need to know? (laughs) (laughs) Especially with those kind of guests, then you can just edit it later. But when you know you have a medium on or something, just keep recording. Yep. 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 Definitely. It's funny because there was one show I listened to a while back that they, they're, policy or, or their format is they start talking five minutes before the guest comes in. So when we were invited to go on that show, when we logged on, they were already recording. We had no idea. So we're, we're thinking we're just doing some preliminary conversations, but sure enough, lo and behold, when you listen to it afterwards, they had a whole conversation before we even got there and everything was in there. So uh, it, that, that's one way around it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's very, yeah. Uh, that can be very intimidating too, because I was on a podcast like that. And when I joined, all of a sudden I was having technology problems. Like I, there was, I couldn't hear them. They could see and hear me and I couldn't hear them. And I was like, I can't hear what you're asking me. Yeah. That's <laughs> a big, panicked. That's, like, Oh gosh, they're asking me questions. I can't hear them. That's a big risk. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Technically that's a big risk to do, especially with metaphysical content, because yeah. we've had people on that. So we had a, someone who died and came back. She had a near death experience and she shared her entire experience with us. And it was hair raising to say the least she went to hell, but we can talk about that in a second. But the, the reason why I bring her up is we kept having technical issues. The signal kept falling or just something, one thing after another, she goes, Oh yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Those of us that, that come back from the beyond we usually have this energetic field that, that affects technology it's like well could you not have mentioned that before we started recording <laughs> i've had that happen too i've had recordings with people who like if we're two people who are very uh, like we're empaths and we deal with energy i'll have internet issues which i never had before that or like sound problems something will happen mm-hmm. Inevitably, it's like, I can't control this. I've had people like their uh, Zoom meeting just like logs off and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, listen, I my day job is working for an internet service provider. My internet here is fast. It is lightning fast. It is the top of the, I mean, it is, it is fast. There is no reason we should be having any internet connection problems whatsoever. And when we were interviewing, the last time we interviewed the Sadhu Da, who we just talked about, the Thai Buddhist magic guy, the stuff we were talking about, I mean, literally gave us goosebumps because we were talking about some esoteric stuff, right? And his signal kept falling, just dropping to the point where it it corrupted the files. We couldn't release the the interview at all. So we had been talking about some stuff that the spirit, for some reason, it was like, no, 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 you're not going to be talking about this. This is not going out there. So we did it again late recently, and it the conversation that we had was close, but not quite. Yeah, we reframed it. It wasn't, I think it was more like maybe the spirit's like, that just sounds too much like scandal, like shock value. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about what the why or the, you know, 
Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. So they prevented us from getting stuff out there that they didn't want out there just like that. So we had mm -hmm. to reframe it. And this third time's a charm. We did yeah. finally record it. And I did test. I checked the audio and the video and everything is fine. Yay. So it'll come out. <laughs> it'll come out soon. Well, I'll have to listen to that. That yeah. sounds very interesting. It's really cool. I want to circle back to the woman you had on that had the near-death experience. So she had a near-death experience and she went to hell. Yes. She did. So what did she describe that as being like? She was very, was it Catholic? She, she was, was a very, very conservative Catholic. Christian Catholic prior to dying and um, had just all of these beliefs that you get in, in that religion. Yeah you know, everything that you would kind of the stereotypes, what, what are the bad things that are going to happen? And that's what happened. Yes. That's what she saw. She, she came out, she wrote, she wrote a book about her experience. And in the book, the very first chapter talks about how incredibly religious her upbringing had been, right? Her father had become his, her, her great grandfather had been in world war two and his plane had crashed on an Island. And he said, if he got out of it, he'd devote his family to, uh, to God. And so his father, uh, he survived, uh, spoiler alert, and um, his father, um, he, he instilled a very religious upbringing in his father, who then instilled it into her. So the whole dogma of Christian beliefs followed her. So she, she was 100% on board with all that stuff. And to Karen's point, when she died, she expected that you, she was either going to heaven or to hell. Mm -hmm. And for those for people in her family, if you weren't saintly, you're going to hell. And that's what happened. She went to hell. Mm -hmm. So to Karen's point, everything that you think about. Yep. Um, and ironically, it was mostly geared towards women. Yeah. Because you know how the Bible is kind of, you know, very masculine yeah. oriented. Well, that's how her hell was. Yeah. She, she talked about demons. She described them, uh, the, the, the tortures that they put her through, uh, different lands that she... Um, encountered uh she was in a probably one of the most shocking parts of it was uh, she stumbled on this um like a hospital thing where there was uh, fetus after fetus was being aborted and um she was being forced to partake in it and that kind of stuff which is totally against her belief system and um karen and i <laughs> we started to get an impression of what this interview was going to end up. Systems. We are, whatever you believe, that's good for you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But we are not the most religious people in the world. Karen's a little bit more than I am, but, but we, we are, our belief system is really cobbled together from lots of different things. Mm -hmm. So when we were hearing her talk about her experiences in hell and how slanted they were, we thought that the message she was giving us, the reason why she was on our show was to spread that dogma about heaven and hell. Mm -hmm. You have to be saved and all of that. Yeah. And, I was waiting for that. And we were worried because that's not our message. That's not really been our message ever. But don't give it all away, Will. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're no. about to. You're about to. I'm about to say the message <laughs> at one point flipped and by the end of the conversation by the end of the interview karen and i looked at ourselves and we went wow <laughs> it is perfect it was such a different message than we ever expected mm -hmm. the way she turned it around that i it just i just i wanted to stand up and applaud because 
it then fell directly in line with everything that we had been talking about prior to her to the conversation with her. It was perfect. It's really good. Don't. That's really interesting because I thought that's where you were going to go with that too. Was that you were going to say like, oh yeah, there is a hell? Because I, I mean, what I personally believe myself is that there is not the hell, the traditional hell that we think of that we get from religion. So I was like, is that where we're going? Where are we going? I don't believe there's a hell at all. Yeah, so. yeah. Your 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 face just now, and and the way that you were talking, that's exactly how Karen and I were. We were looking at each other like, oh <laughs> no, we what have I got ourselves into? <laughs> are we going to be able to release this thing, right? Um, but no, at the end, she really turns it around so well that I I I don't want to spoil it entirely, yeah. but I can tell you that that whole dogma thing, not her message. There was there was such a much deeper, more profound message in what she was saying that she eventually got to that it it is truly worth a listen to. Uh, so I would I would urge you to to go listen to that that episode. Yeah, I mean, that would be a really important episode to listen to because I know there are a lot of people out there who are so afraid of dying mm -hmm. and what happens when we make that transition. And so I get it. I mean, I you know, my mom, when she was sick, one of the last things was she she would say like, I'm tired and I'm ready to go. But then she was like, but I'm afraid. And I hate that people get to that point in their life and they're afraid, like you shouldn't be afraid. Right. So I think it's really important that people who have near-death experiences and can shed some light that we shouldn't be afraid. Mm -hmm. yeah. They get that message out there because I think there's a lot of people like my mom who, probably are experiencing the same thing and that's just like heartbreaking i think to yeah, see yeah. somebody go through that well we're indoctrinated when from a very early age when we first find that we are mortal right and when you're a kid and you realize that we're all going to die at some point you that's suddenly very scary mm -hmm. to you and then you bring in religion who, who brings in the, the pitchforked horned devil that's going to torture you to, for for eternity after that it, once you die if you're not perfect um it, it there's a lot to be afraid of i myself have been deathly afraid of death for a very long time. This show, not just that episode, but this show as a whole has helped me tremendously because I do truly believe that this is not everything, that this is not it. I do believe there's other things. I've just, we've learned too much mm -hmm. to think that this three-dimensional world is all there is. So the episode is called, I looked it up, what happens when we die a near death experience story. So look that up. That's it's a, a we, we come up with really original titles. Why? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I get it. <laughs> you have to get right to the point, right? You have to talk about it out, right? Absolutely. And it's funny, we've, the, the episodes that we think after we record, we think, I don't know about that one. Inevitably, the ones that are the most controversial are the ones that people love the most. Like the light guy. Like the guy who's a light, yeah. Um, there, there's a, a guy that came on that talked to us. Um, he's a spirit medium, and he, very first thing, the very first question, so tell us about you. He <laughs> dropped a grenade on us, and we're like, where do you go from here? He said, <laughs> I know. he's the very first thing, very first answer. He said, he is the light. That is Everyone who transitions, who dies, has the to go. Whole planet. On the whole planet and animals. On, yes, on the entire planet, including animals, their spirits, every spirit has to go through him to get to the afterlife. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds exhausting. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a heavy job there. That's a big job. <laughs> Just like job. the neighborhood is a lot, you know. <laughs> and and I'm not and I'm not here to to say that he is wrong because maybe he is a light and we have no idea. Maybe this is a revolutionary bombshell that just came out on our show and if it is hey we said it first right <laughs> exactly that's well for me though <laughs> well the, the reason why she says that is because he said that she is a light in training right when he when he's done it's her turn kind of thing so taking over so yeah yeah beauty rest uh, out the no, window at that point. but um but it was fascinating because then he just he just that's where he started he went from there he he described what the angels actually look like um, which is not what you would think not, what, not you, what i would think not what i would think uh-uh not at all and um he he told us exactly what happens when we die he told us exactly how many times we've been here on this earth how many lives we've had individually karen you've had this many will you've had this many how many we've had together yeah i mean it was it was fascinating and and then he also described your grandmother like perfectly to a T. He's like, oh, she's right behind you. Like some of the stuff he said, you're like, oh my God, that's true. It's real. Then you're like, huh. But he's the light, right? So how it's so hard the angel to- angel looks like a prey Okay. Yeah, no, you're all, <laughs> spoiler, Karen, there you go. I didn't say which one. Well, that's true. And he did give us a lot of different angels and yeah, they look like. he told us what Archangel Michael looks like. He told us what Gabriel looked like. He told us, I mean, but he's he's actually, uh, he's met Jesus several times. And I mean, God. He, and God, I mean, he, he really- it's it's hard to uh, quantify, right? Because some of the things he said was like, "Holy moly, this is this is earth shattering." I I'm on board, and then the very next thing he says, you're like, "Whoa, I'm this guy board. is crazy!" <laughs> right? Off board. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, now I don't know how to feel about what he said before. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It was interesting though because he had all of these, you know, just different the energies and this and that, and then he would come in with Jesus and with God and things that were very entrenched in Christian ideology. I'm like, well, you know, how do you kind of yeah. meld up? Well, I guess right. he melded like we melt our religion, but it was really interesting. Yeah. And to your point, Melissa, I guess it's it's we're it's not up to us to say this guy mm -hmm. is full of crap or whether he's legit. Our job is to say, yeah. here's one person's story. We're bringing it to you, and and it's up to you whether you whether it resonates with you or not. Mm -hmm. Some of the things very firmly resonated with us. Other things that he said didn't, and that's that's the beauty of what we mm -hmm. do, right? It's it's fun because we can accept what fits our mind frame and what doesn't. And that's what we want to do for other people to show them there's so many different options and things you might not have ever heard about. And I had heard about, but I had never done any breath work. And we did this one seminar and out of everything that we've done and people we've talked to that just like blew my mind. I mean, it took me through the roof. It was amazing. And I did not expect it for you know, breath work. Okay, this will be fine. But yeah. Wow. Because we've done other things before, right? You've had you've had people do healings on you before, and you've had different things uh, happen, uh, experiences, mm -hmm. and it, it didn't really feel you didn't feel right with it. This was the first one that really Karen. Afterwards, she came in the room and she because we had to do it separately. Mm -hmm. uh, she came in the room and she she had this look on her eyes. I was, uh, are you okay? Because she she had uh, you, you. I am the light. <laughs> Right, right, right. So, um, but we want the people that listen to our show to have that opportunity. There's so many different things. Just pick one. If you don't like it, try the next one. If you don't like that one, try the next one. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's important for us. It doesn't matter what path you're on, as long as you're on a path, mm -hmm. right? We've learned that everyone is saying the exact same thing. We're just using different words to say it. So whether you say Reiki or the other person says intuitive healing or 
past life regressions or breath work or ayahuasca or whatever your dig is, you be you, mm-hmm. go for it. What we're doing is we're offering you all of these different modalities for you to then say, well, this one sounds interesting. And then you can say, well, that was a load of crap. Let me try this one instead. <laughs> or or yeah. this was mind-blowing and this is definitely my path. And then follow the, that, that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's so true though. You have to find your truth in whatever speaks to you. And if it resonates and you know, keep it, but if not, just let it go because there's so many things out there. I mean, you can't follow every single thing that you hear or listen to. It's just too much. But exhausting. Not enough time. It'd be like it'd be like being the light. It's just too much. You gotta get some rest, Karen. You're gonna have a hell of a you yep. amp up for this. <laughs> yeah. He has a nice long life. Uh, and, and, and I, I feel bad if, if he if he hears this. I don't mean to slam him. I'm not yeah. slamming him at all. I, I have the utmost respect. He is 100 percent behind his convictions. And I and I salute that because um, so many people that you talk to don't really know who they are. This gentleman, he knows. And whether you accept it or not, he knows. And I applaud that. If you can have that belief that's so strong and so firm in anything, that to me is incredible. I mean, that's your win in the battle right there. And that's what he's doing. That's what he's yeah. I have to go check out that episode because that sounds really interesting. And I'd love to hear how he describes the angels. So. <laughs> very interesting. It, it's not what you think that's for sure yeah <laughs> it sounds like it i think that's probably how you could have titled the episode is it's not what you think <laughs> you know yeah. we should we totally should have. have yeah that would be a lot of our episodes though yeah. <laughs> not what you think that's a really yeah. good point same. Yeah. same i think i could have also titled a lot of mine that way too <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that episode is called beyond the veil with a spirit medium just so that you can find it Beyond yeah, I definitely encourage you to, if you're out there listening, to go and listen to that because I want to get off of here and go and listen to that too. That sounds really fascinating. Yay, we got one, Karen. We got one. <laughs> <laughs> now, anyone who listens to your show will be hooked because, uh, like I said, the few episodes that I listened to were really, really great. Um, I was just immediately drawn in by your energy and your presence and the guest that you had on the day that I was listening to was also very informative and I love getting the different perspectives that you have and it's great that you have, you know, one person who's like, well, I don't know, is that really how it is? And then like, <laughs> how do you know? How do yeah, you, how do we know? You know, how do you know just making that up? Right. Yeah, <laughs> you got to keep people on their toes, you know, yeah. you got to question a little bit. So. Well, well, thank you. That means a lot to, yeah. for you to, to, to give us that feedback because um, you never know. You you put yourself out there in the void, and you hope people resonate with it. And um, but you just never know. So I appreciate you you letting us know that you you enjoyed it. So thank you. For yeah, that. and I don't think people understand uh, how much it takes to put a podcast together. I think people just think I'm just going to start a podcast, and they just you know talk into a microphone, and that's going to be it. But there's so much work that goes into podcasting that a lot of people don't understand. So I think when you I'm people who do a really good job. You really have to let them know and try to get their name out there. Well, thank you. you. deserve that. So thank you. Yeah. It, it is a labor of love for us mm-hmm. though. It is. Yep. And it definitely shows. And uh, you have so many great and interesting topics. So there's so much for people to learn if they head over to your podcast. So if we have people out there who are listening and they want to listen to your podcast, or maybe they just want to follow you guys to see what you're up to, What's the best way for them to do that? 
probably the very easiest way is to go to our website, which is skepticmetaphysician.com. Singular, skepticmetaphysician.com. I, I created it before Karen came on board and changed it to Skeptic Metaphysicians. <laughs> so the, the URL is still singular. But on that website, you can find, you can subscribe to the show directly on whatever platform you want to listen to it on, whether it's Apple or Google Podcasts or iHeartRadio or Amazon, whatever. It's all there. You can subscribe to it directly on the website. You can listen to the show directly from the website or even watch the videos. Um, we, we put up the interviews uh, a few days after we release the audio interview, we, we release the video. We like that audio to breathe a little bit on its own. Um, but uh, you can connect to us, to all of our social media platforms on there. You can leave us a review directly on there. You can send us a voicemail that we play on the show sometimes. You can leave us, um, you can send us uh, email that we read on the show sometimes as well. Everything is like a one-stop shop, the skepticmetaphysician.com. And if you subscribe to the newsletter slash community, you can get discounts. A lot of our previous guests will um, provide discounts on our services to our listeners, which is great. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we have a, a pretty robust community that when you sign up, you do get access to a members only section of the site, which gives you discounts um, or sometimes free. Some of our past mm -hmm. guests um, graciously say, hey, well, I'll give your uh, your listeners a, a free session or something like that so they can mm -hmm. experience it for themselves. It's our way of giving back so that if you're exploring these modalities and you're curious about them, you can look into them without having to break the bank to, to go get them done. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that is awesome. And I'm going to have the link to your website in the show notes too, so people can go directly there and click on everything because I really highly encourage people to go and check you guys out. It was really a fun podcast. I enjoyed being a guest on it. And um, I know that they will get a lot out of it too. And I want to thank you guys so much for being here with me today. This was so fun. Oh, thanks for having us. Great. Thank you. Absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. I want to thank all of you for being here with us today as well. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And if you want to follow me, you can find all of my information in the show notes. Follow me on social media. Also, don't forget to check out the Skeptic Metaphysicians. You can check out their podcast website, check out their episodes. All of those interesting guests that they were talking about today, go and check that out. I hope you guys have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.